Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Uh, ready, Sam? Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. All I right. feel almost Yeah, feel whatever. Bad. I'm like actually so chill. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Yeah, podcast starts now. Okay, podcast starts now. It's, but like it's not huge a deal. big deal. No, the podcast is officially started, but we're not stressing out about it. We're not putting too much weight on it. It's literally a podcast that just exists in a sea of other podcasts it's totally fine yeah it actually will never get noticed you know not to self-aggrandize but i think we can push the limit on how long someone can produce a podcast um on your own and have it be completely unnoticed by peers friends family industry other podcasters completely under the radar it is very um it's very that book the queer art of failure which was a huge hit a few years ago. I never read it, but I was the title is very evocative. Um, it's important to fail ironically. Yes. Here's what I find so inspiring about the book industry. So many times there are huge hits that mm-hmm. I've never heard of. I'm never going to pop open. And, you know, I'll buy, let's say, two books a year. And those aren't even, those are probably the hits from five years ago. And nevertheless, this industry just moves on without me. And I think that is so powerful and a lesson that we can all uh, learn. I don't want to call you out, but I do think if you're buying two books a year, it makes sense that you're kind of missing out on a lot of stuff. 
Whoa, Whoa. I'm being attacked. I carry the book industry on my back with those two (laughs) books a year. Every author on earth has me to thank for their big home in the Hollywood Hills. Well, yeah, there's a a separate, uh, you know, there's a New York Times bestseller list, and then there's a list of the two books Sam buys a year. And that's kind of like the most, it's it's even more prestigious, in fact, than like a Pulitzer or, or even a MacArthur Genius Grant. Yeah, because what that means is you're getting the common man. And and right. that when you're winning the heart of a common man with taste who mm-hmm. who who has but pennies to his name to spend on these two books a year and you win his heart then yes. you've won and you the pay heart in of all America. pennies and there's always a kind of a ceremony that happens at Union Hall or the Bell House or Littlefield where you know an author like let's say Margaret Atwood uh, will appear and then you know like a Patty Harrison or a Julio Torres will kind of present the award and say and this year Sam bought these two books <laughs> and then you will come out and um, normally you wear a gown but it's yeah. funny um, <laughs> and then you give the award to Margaret Atwood she cries every year it's always Margaret who gets it's, it right and so that's <laughs> the thing is that you keep buying The Handmaid's Tale every single year and you well, have all year. the editions yeah um it's you know you you have the one with the tv show cover on it that says coming soon you have the original one you have kind of the british cover which is a more kind of art deco vibe you've never read it no but you have a bookcase that's all the different versions of the handmaid's tale well every year i i buy the book and i say you know me spending this money on this book will Mm -hmm. inspire me to read it because i i hate to waste money and and every year it just doesn't quite get there. And so I, I buy it again next year and I say, let this inspire me. Well, you and buy it and then you look the cashier straight in the eyes and you say, <laughs> support women. And then you and then you go home and put it in the, in in the, the bookshelf with the rest of the books in the bookshelf. So <laughs> I have been walking around all day today by myself. Okay. And when I walk around all day, I often gravitate towards thinking very conceptually. The conversation about the book industry reminded me of this. I have worked in three different industries in my life, and they are tech, academia, and the entertainment industry. All three of them, you would think, should expand the human experience in some way. You know, one, tech, you're building technologies. Academia, you're expanding knowledge. Entertainment, you're making art. And yet all three of them uh, are kind of safe havens for people with narcissistic personality disorder. And so I'm wondering, and it's and the book industry, it seems, you know, all it's doing is kind of making you go insane by purchasing the same book month after month. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering, what is it that we can do to restructure the world so that uh, so that people have the right incentives to uh, move forward? I guess I'm confused on the question, not to you and know, I knew make you it overly. So should we bring in our guests? <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, I just don't feel like we can move on immediately after saying I'm confused. I think we should at least try to sort of understand where you're coming from. I, I, I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel understood. Do you know when you like have a thought to yourself and you think it's so brilliant because you're walking kind of alone on a street? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. And I thought maybe it would it would lead to something if I, I said guess, that loud. Well, okay, wait. So your question is that you want books to be more narcissistic or you want no. more like, okay, say the question again. I'm like... Did Jeremy and Rajat get it? Do they I actually the totally under, I think I it's understand. Really I think okay. it's a really so, Sam, good question. So can you asking, okay, can you guys explain? What is it do you think that when you're reading a book when you're in academia that you think it could be when it does become more a technology? 
the technology <laughs> kind of more and of the is it more of so the question then it leaves you with is is it more of the technology or when you're reading a book is it more that you are walking around in your mm-hmm. thoughts sort of consuming or is it more question of how do we make this readable to the general public does that make sense so you're saying how can we make books popular so it's like if you no. know a, te- a book is a technology <laughs> A book is a technology. When you read it, you say, oh, I, I'm walking on the street. Exactly. Yup. George got it. So, Sam, I don't George's know how you're question. not picking up on this. It's George's question. When you're understand. reading a book. Okay. No, okay. it's when you're so, reading a book. When you're reading a book, that's a form of technology. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, you know, your eye, yes. your eyes, the human brain, it all connects in a way uh, where... Once you read the book, you are already taking a walk. So the exactly. book is the walk. Well, it's, no. it's kind of the opposite of that. It, <laughs> the book isn't the walk until the technology exists to make it the walk. But the limits of how these industries work um, pre- preclude that ever happening. I actually feel insane. I'm really trying to understand what you're saying. So... Jeremy, do it's you super to... clear to me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I don't, and I don't feel like I should have to explain this, but yeah, it should be like just common sense. I feel that how many books, basically, and like this is a really reductive version of this very sort of layered question that George was trying to ask. But how many books, when you're walking, does it take for technology to become more of a walking sort of exactly. technology book? Exactly, or is it more of a question? of what Rajat was getting at. And, With, and is it when like, you're walking right. to the technology, are you at school? <laughs> yeah, well, you yes. bring in, and that's the thing is- That's I, what I, you bring to it. And like, you brought, yes. like the school thing touches on the academia element of yes. the of the original right. question. Right. Because I think, often, I think Jeremy did such a good job of explaining it in the beginning, Thank but you. he lost that one part, which then you brought <laughs> yeah. in. And if I could add, Thanks. you know, the third part of it, you know, the three things I mentioned were academia, tech, and entertainment. So you're taking a walk, the technology is <laughs> the book, but also you, the connection between the two is school, but then all of that is art. Yes. Oh, bingo. Sam, what do you think? I think, um, you know, I feel left out. Right. I feel made fun of. I feel disregarded. I feel um, I'm sort of the forgotten man. I'm the lost generation. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a wanderer. I'm well. You're. That's the first step. <laughs> and mm-hmm. a wanderer is someone in search of knowledge through technology on a walk. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Those who wander are not lost. They are technology books. (laughs) And with that, I think maybe we should introduce our guests today. Um, Huh. Is that okay? I sense fear. From me? Yeah. If I can be completely honest, I do have a sense of fear today. Yeah, I sensed it, as for mentioned. (laughs) And I don't know why. I haven't quite unpacked it. I'm not a therapist, for Christ's sake. I'm just one man with a mirror. No, therapy is not one of the three prongs of my theory. (laughs) No. Um, So, you know, I think the best thing to do is face your fears and bring in our guests officially, um, who, for some reason, I am afraid of today. Please... 
I do want to say before you continue. Yep. I'm sense, you know, this is this obsession with putting labels on things. Like I, I mm-hmm. feel like I'm already in conversation with both our guests. To now backtrack and do an intro seems so um, conservative politically. And yet I feel like it's so natural. And and even the way that the guests sort of stopped talking, uh, almost as if on cue, it, it felt, it just feels like this is sort of how the conversation wants to work. Yeah, well, the cue was you saying you were gonna introduce them, um, which you did after cutting them off. <laughs> Are we gonna oh. get introduced or? Oh, oh yeah. Shh. And I do agree. It did feel sort of conservative politically and almost reactionary. Yeah. Huh. I would say it felt very politically reactionary. Well, yeah, that's weird. I, you know, I just feel like in a healthy sort of podcast, there, there can be some liberal um, structures and there can be some conservative uh, structures right. so and that can make for a really healthy. And then you find yeah, common ground. Yeah. You're more, uh, you're neo so kind of reaching what? across the aisle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's good. Damn. That's good. Right. So a healthy, you know, healthy, pretty prescriptive word. I mean, you know, it's very like, what's, you know, be normal. Well, sure. Yes. Look, I'm not it's telling anyone Out of, out of the normal. neoliberal textbook. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, um, Wait, did you hear that? What? They did it again. They naturally could feel that we were going to introduce them. And I, got I can sense they that it's coming, so I feel like I should give it some space right before. It's right. going to be such a big moment when we get I mean, introduced. I just think, I think, okay, George, I no, just think that, no, I think sometimes you ignore sort of the natural oh. flows that the podcast uh, makes. And, and all I'm trying to do yes. is give respect to, to that structure yeah. and that the you know it's it's sort of a chicken or the egg we don't know which came first the the podcast structure or uh sort of like did or disrupting the podcast structure yeah yes right so yeah i just think that both the natural and unnatural can exist together finally we're getting to a progressive place (laughs) there we go there we go this is this is liberal owns liberal owns conservative reactionary Mm mm-hmm Anyway, let's introduce our guest. So today we have two hilarious comedians. Two awesome sauce guys that are rocking the comedy landscape. These guys, <laughs> God, I mean, they're going to be fucking huge. I mean, fuck. When I saw these guys, I said, damn, that's freaking comedy. And it's actually punk rock. And it is so, so now. I heard them on Comedy Bang Bang playing the Sklar Brothers in a sketch about healthcare. And it actually changed my mind on the issue. And now I uh, don't, uh, no longer support uh, single payer. <laughs> These guys, when they did Fallon, you know, say what you will about sort of, uh, you know, the way they performed. I, obviously there, there's room for critique. Yeah, the way they performed was not good. <laughs> but it sort of it changed the game and it changed you can't the game. argue it didn't change the game it changed the game and and you know in not a, in a bad way yeah the game is worse it's not fun to <laughs> play g- anymore the game is worse <laughs> anyway, anyway please welcome up, to the podcast jeremy levick and rishad Suresh. thank you so much <laughs> hey oh my gosh wow. uh, i'm th- and thank you for not mentioning our uh kimmel appearance where mm. we yeah. Dressed up as Jimmy Kimmel and talked about and cried about healthcare. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we cried about his son. Yeah, yeah. we were two yeah. Jimmy Kimmels and we both cried about our son. Yeah, yeah and you did that like his... literally the day after he 
cried about his son. So it felt a little too soon, yeah. if you don't mind me saying. It did feel too soon. We, yeah. yeah. We, we wrote that we before. Go there. Yeah. yeah. We wrote that before, before he, yeah. he did his speech. Oh. Yeah. We just thought it'd be funny if he was crying about his son. Right. So yeah. it's parallel, parallel thought. Parallel thought. Or, yeah, or did he steal thought. it from you? <laughs> Probably that. I think he yeah. stole it from us. Yeah. But he's a great guy. Oh. No. 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 He's not. He's that's always been really nice to me. <laughs> yeah. He's super nice to me. Okay. Yeah. He actually cried about me. Enabler once. says what? <laughs> yes. That's, <laughs> that's good. my new thing. That's good. <laughs> that's my new thing. Damn. Yeah. That's really good. I actually think we should, um, mm. somebody should be keeping score of, of who's getting owned and how many times. Um, Once again, trying to place a regimented framework on something so natural and free. Oh my God. Mm. Is it that wrong to try to, I don't know, create a data set or something? Yeah. So, well, who are you selling oh, it to? Sorry. Big Pharma? <laughs> what if John, I did? this is the part where we get quiet again oh we're gonna get introduced again i, I yeah. feel an introduction coming so i'm gonna um so if you guys were running the podcast what would you do differently yeah give um, us your notes rajat what would you do i okay, guess it was scared it would be like the opposite of what you guys are doing, where you yeah. both have total opposite. You uh -huh. both are sort of insisting on your point of view, and then Rajat and my podcast would be like, "Do you want to go?" And then it'd be quiet, and then the other person would say, "Do uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you you can go first. So maybe just yeah, be the like, guests timid. would be talking the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and we you guys but, should yeah. try being timid. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, we could restart and I sort guess of try we it that can way. Do that. Yeah, let's just scrap what we've done and yeah, okay. uh, start it. This is sweet. We'll start it your way. Yeah. So, cool. um, oh, sorry. So no, no, <laughs> oh, you go. Oh wait, no, Sam. Sorry, those. Okay, sorry. Did you have anything you want to talk about today? No, George? I, 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 I really like. I just would prefer to hear what you have to say. Well, I mean, I have, I have something, but it's not very good. If you want to start. Uh, no, I, I bet what you have is like really good. And I, no. I, I really, I kind of feel insecure about what I No, I just think that you have such an amazing, powerful point of view. And like, I, like you worked in like tech and like, and like, you were like. <laughs> See, how this nice did awesome. that feel? That this is amazing. It's electric. <laughs> I gotta be honest, guys, that podcast kind of sucked. I. You guys were getting along better, though. I love hearing how good you guys are getting along. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was just... not as good. But it was no copacetic yeah. in a way that I really But liked. you guys were just bouncing off each other, just mm -hmm. so playing polite. off each other's energies. So uh -huh. nice to each other. One of the most polite podcasts I've ever heard. <laughs> it did bring up an interesting point, which is it's OK when George says he works in tech. But when I say George works in tech, it's a slur. <laughs> Well, I just thought I felt before when I was telling my story about how I realized everything is connected and uh, reached the singularity mentally. I said, you know, in my past that I worked in tech and I to me, that's part of my uh, backstory that everyone is obsessed with. All my fans constantly talk about how I used to work in tech. And you, I could immediately see you roll your eyes, which I did not expect. And that's actually what threw me off and made me so inarticulate when describing the realizations I came to on my walk. 
Well, I just thought it was funny. And and again, guests, we'll introduce you in a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, just be quiet but, for now. But, but I did think right. it was funny Sorry. to say tech, academia, and entertainment. I felt like that was such a toxic um, string of things to say that you to to describe your past and i thought it was so funny and right. the, it made me see the the we are so different and yet we host a podcast right well not everyone can have a history where they've worked in tech academia and entertainment <laughs> well because sam comes from more of a background of uh like amish mm -hmm. yeah I you're using an amish and, microphone yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's trust. That sounds like a name of a sex act. Amish oh, microphone. <laughs> Amish microphone. Doesn't that sound like a sex act? Jeremy, come oh on, man. Sorry, sorry. Jeremy, now you're being reactionary. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Jeremy, come on. We can push him left. We can push Jeremy left. <laughs> and we is it even worth it to try to push Jeremy left? I think it's a waste of energy. I, I, this is the debate. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Well, among the yeah. two of you, I know, you know, Jeremy is the right wing one. Like, how do you guys navigate? Well, that? look, I, <laughs> I've got our donors interests in mind. Right. And like, uh -huh. those are just the people. Is, that, here we go. Like, we go. when they come around and they're like, do you want to have lunch? Like, I'm going to make room for them in my schedule. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. and, Rajai, and listen, I try, like, I have principles, but I mean, yeah, the principles bend to the donors interests. So I don't know how you don't get that. Why don't right. you like? You yeah. should be able. So Me? both of you actually have <laughs> yeah. been to the donor's interests. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, we get so you both sides of the right spectrum. On, oh, we're okay. on the right we and the left of the right. The donors, and, oh, got it. yeah, right. Okay, so one of you is kind yeah. of a never Trumper, Lincoln Project type conservative. Yes. The other one is, you know, all in on Marjorie Taylor Greene. Totally. Yes. Well, we both voted for Trump. But, right. Well, of oh, course, yeah, you have to course. find yeah. common ground somewhere. Of course. Yeah. Like today. Oh. Yeah. You yeah, voted like for Trump voted today? For we voted yeah. late. Oh, we just voted for him. We got oh. to the polls late. Damn. Yeah. Well, how were the lines? Pretty long, actually. Kind of long, yeah. Lots of people are voting late. Yeah. Well, you there's know, a, a late. People... You know, there's like early voting, and then yeah. there's regular day voting, and right. then there's late and voting. There's late. Yeah. And late voting has actually been extended indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, it's rolling. Yeah, it's on uh, a rolling basis. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Like I just voted days. for um the the 1992 election <laughs> recently. Oh, oh who'd you vote yeah. for? Dukakis. Wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. I hope he gets cool. it. I do too, yeah. but I mean, you know, you never know with uh, the media climate. <laughs> oh my god! And back yeah. then, the media climate. Well, We're back then, oh, yeah. now, oh, in god. the future. Mm -hmm. um, what's nice about late voting is that you can actually choose which media climate you're voting in. <laughs> Did you like the way that he was portrayed in Donnie Darko? Dukakis? Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, you didn't know that he's a part of Donnie Darko. I just I was a That's producer. I was a producer on that film, so I can't I can't oh, be okay. objective. Oh. I had a lot of issues well, with how they handled it creatively, but I ultimately I stand behind it and I think <laughs> like you know the film speaks for itself. Okay. We were we were producers. We're producers on other stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. No follow-up questions. Well, everyone here is. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Has produced. 
Um, George, mm. oh. we, <laughs> I, well, I just wanted to share this anecdote. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. We were talking about books. Thing, I guess. <laughs> talking about really books bold. earlier. Yeah, yeah, books. Well, I just wanted to like bring it up before uh, it get, gets, we're past it. Uh-huh. Uh, we both were at a uh, birthday party, like maybe a year and a half That's ago. Right, yeah. And Sally Rooney was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing with that birthday party. First of all, okay. it was our last, for me at least, I think probably for you too, like the last big party before COVID. Yes. Like I very distinctly remember it as the last big gathering and truly like maybe the next day things started shutting down or maybe in the next couple of days. There were like, there were like so many it girls at that party. Yeah, it was a little bit stressful. So Sally Rooney was a huge one. Tavi Gevinson was another huge one. Who's that? Tavi Gevinson like founded Rookie Magazine and was also in like, you know, um, was she dated actress, Ezra Koenig. Dated Ezra uh-huh. Koenig was okay. also she in. She did the she did the big Britney Spears piece recently, right? Yeah, yeah. She wrote about oh. Britney recently. Um, Everybody knows this it girl except for me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the she's third all one, the rage, right? And then the third <laughs> one, which I've talked about on this podcast, was Hari Neff. So uh-huh. it was just it girls wall to wall. I mean, only in New York, am I right? And I will then also say. <laughs> Yes. Rachel Senate was there, but I don't know if. She, well, yes. Is she an it? She's now an it. She's girl. definitely now She's an, an it girl. girl now. I would say then she was an it girl. Uh, rising. It girl rising. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it girl rising is her new uh, memoir. That's beautiful. Right. <laughs> I, it's really good. Do you think COVID happened because so many it girls were at the same space <laughs> that the universe kind of combusted? Yeah, you yeah, all played like, God. It's actually I think people like people are saying people are saying that it was like there's there was like a there was an it girl party in China. That's what no. a lot of people people think it was curated, like oh. there, like a lot of fucked up like right wingers. It was that. like a lab in China that they like yeah girl? they like, like sent girl. a bunch of it girls to the United <laughs> <Yeah>. States. <laughs> oh, I see. As like um, political yeah. warfare. So it yeah, girls. Right. Well, a lot of people don't talk about how the concept of an it girl is it's it is um human warfare. It is. It's, it's it biological warfare. From country it to is. Country. Yeah. It's. I I was telling everyone I was like I I saw all the it girls in one room. I was like, this is dangerous. We got to get them in separate rooms in case something happens. <laughs> uh-huh. Like there shouldn't yeah. be two of them on the same plane ever. It's true. Yep. It's yeah. like you gotta split them up. It's. I mean, it's the same thing happened in the nineties when. Parker Posey and Chloe Sevigny became friends. That's when the Gulf War ended. And you wanted to keep going. I wanted it to keep going. I was always a fan of the Gulf War. Who is it? I mean, listen, it was was a classic. Who doesn't love the Gulf? Right. So Mm -hmm. you get to have a war on On the the Gulf. Gulf. How fun. I know. It's, you know, it's a very seaside. (laughs) I don't know. To me, it's, you know, it's very. it's very I mean, LA. It's if very... you're gonna have a exactly. war, have it be seaside at yeah. least. I mean, because who could forget D Day? I mean, like, it was, was honestly no one talks about it. D Day was, was like it was on the beach. part of it was really fun. <laughs> like the when they stormed the beaches, like for the first five seconds, they were like smiling and like a few of them splashed each other. Like yeah, yeah. They were like bef- <laughs> before they went into the water. They were like, right. should 
is anyone else going to go into the water? Does it, should I, you guys want to go swim? Well, yeah. Right. Yeah, it like, started out as just them wanting to go swimming. Yeah. yeah right. They, they were so close to shore that they were like, well, what if we just hop out and swim to shore? Cause that yeah, could it's be like kind like of fun. We've been on this fucking boat totally. forever. Like, it's, totally. You know. And they, like, they could have just taken a plane to like the airport and then started from there and did the war from there. <laughs> right. But they, they were like, have. let's make a day of it. Like, yeah. let's splash around in the pool or the <laughs> ocean or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, no, what um... a lot of people don't know is D-Day was actually in a pool, but oh. they, when they shoot it, they make it look like it was the ocean. But well, they were all cool. kind of like inflatable unicorns and flamingos. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Around. No, it's like it has to do with how they shot it. You're right. It's yeah. like the forced perspective. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was very. The thing with D Day is like it's very DC universe. Like they went uh-huh. dark with it. You know, they went like, mm-hmm. okay, this is like black and white. It's Zack Snyder. It's gritty. Cut. It's there's mud. Yeah. It was very Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Whereas yeah. normally D Day, if you had done it right, would have been kind of that one other Marvel movie where there was a raccoon and Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like 70s music or cool mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. in the background, like rock yeah. and roll. Totally. And like yep. your friends are burying each other, but in a nice way. In a exactly. Fun, and there are quips, like all of them. A... It's like one of the soldiers looks out and is like, okay, guess we're doing this. Like, and then <laughs> yeah. the other one is like, guess yes. we're doing this. Oh, so a talking raccoon now. Okay, th- that's okay. So this is my day now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and actually a lot of people have, this has been written about, but you know, the last word of the last person on D-Day was, so I guess that's a thing. That's, that's history. history. People think history is not fun. And it's like so fun to learn about this stuff. Like, I, it just is so it's awesome. Funny. It's funny. Uh, Sam, all the quips Sam, I didn't know you it's were like, like an academia head. Like, I really thought that was more of a George <laughs> thing, but you, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, mostly history uh, specifically. Okay. Just, um, and you know, I I'm, I don't take pride in it, but um, it's, no, just a, it's just knowledge a, it's just <laughs> No one should take pride in having knowledge. No, no, no. Speaking um, of which, do, should we do our first segment, Sam? Oh my God, I, I forgot we were doing a podcast. Um, right. Well, yeah. Well, and and you know, as the debate rages on, we do have to point out that mm. that's very conservative of you to sort of um, stick to that um, structure. Are, are you guys going to introduce us? Or <laughs> should <laughs> Rajat say just lay low in oh, the cut? Right sorry, now. sorry, sorry. So I think we're going to do our first segment um, just to sort of move on from. From With the- us today, we have two <laughs> such funny comedians. These guys are sort of changing the game. When they broke onto the scene, I said, wow, this is comedy. When they splashed onto the scene, <laughs> I said, well, I guess I'll retire now. You know, when I first heard them do um, sort of their folk duo mm. shtick, I said, Okay, I guess I'm fucking out of a job. Please welcome Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kate Micucci. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Oates. I don't wait. Garfunkel. I forgot what her name. that. Fuck. Ah, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the other one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jermaine. That's the other one. Yeah, Jermaine. All yeah. right. Jermaine Clement. Okay, let's do our um, first segment. George, will you explain it? I'm yeah, so in this first segment, this is a podcast in theory about straight culture, <laughs> but in practice about uh, 
about each of us uncovering new layers of our psyches day by day, mm-hmm. um, but also putting more layers on top of those layers. So the first segment is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we give you a series of rapid fire questions where we give you two straight things and you just have to gravitate towards one. There's not that much logic to it and you're not allowed to ask any follow-up questions. You just have to, it's, it, you just have to really pick one. Does that make okay. sense? It's kind of one thing so or another thing. What I'm about to do is not ask a follow-up exactly. question. I'm going to make okay. a statement right okay. now. Okay. I'm curious mm. whether Rajat and I should have in- separate answers or the same answer. I'm the same. Yeah. curious about that as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm also curious about it. So should we get started? Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> awesome okay. statement. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a good statement. Uh, we'll start out easy. Paper or plastic? Paper, plastic. Oh, you guys are supposed to answer them together. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. come on. I thought that was obvious. Paper. <laughs> no, no, paper. Okay. okay. Um, the next one: selfie stick or self suck? I, Rajat, go ahead. <laughs> suck. 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 The two genders suck. or the, the three musketeers. Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers. Mm. Rajat, is that really what you wanted to answer, or? Yeah, no. Yeah or I'm, no? Yeah, Jeremy, is that what I wanted yeah. to answer? That's what I wanted to answer. Say yes. Oh, <laughs> interesting dynamic. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, duvet cover or a buble cover? Buble. Boob. <laughs> Don't say boob, Rajat. I just. All right. Sorry. Come on, we're guests. Sorry. Downward no, facing know. dog or south facing bay windows? South facing bay windows. South facing bay windows. Rajat, do you feel like you can't answer first? Uh, south facing bay windows. Got it. Uh, okay. Next. <laughs> Film, cinema, flicks, or talkies? So there are okay, four no. possible some four possibilities here. Is that a statement? There are sorry. There are four possibilities. <laughs> there here. are four possibilities. Period. Here. Correct. Period. And please list them again. <laughs> um, film, cinema, flicks, or talkies. Oh, I was imagining talkies, the food. Um, oh. That's tacos. All right. <laughs> sorry, I never know how to pronounce that. So does anyone Rashad, have you go a... ahead. <laughs> Taco, I I'm going tacos. with tacos. When we have to tacos. answer a question, like that's when Rajat and I are at our worst. Got it. Is when we're answering a question. So I'm just explaining why this is going poorly for us. Yeah. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. You... I thought I thought I think it's going pretty good. Yeah. I it think depends we're what that. you know. Uh, what your criteria are. I think that's yeah. a good way to describe Thanks. this whole episode so far. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I have a question: Noam Chomsky or Nikki Blonsky? I don't know who Nikki Blonsky is. She's the Chomsky. star of the movie Hairspray. I, the movie, the movie version of Hairspray. The movie version of the musical version of the movie Hairspray, with John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta plays oh. her mom, but don't read too much into it. 
He's okay. not gay, guys. Yeah, he's not gay. Stop being weird Stop about it. Stop accusing you of something like that. Sorry. I just want to say, John, like, Jeremy, he's not. Man. I didn't. I, I respect Jeremy. Jeremy, cool. Like, I know a lot of, you know, on. you're kind of a shock jock uh, right. uh, provocateur, but like, to me, I draw the line at people saying John Travolta is gay. It's just okay, not I'm right sorry. to ruin a man's reputation like that. I just yeah. think that when he said, it just was when he said Adele Dazim, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. he's being really gay. You said he's being really gay. <laughs> I remember. Th- I We were actually watching that. that together. Yeah. And you turned yeah. to me and you said, that's so gay. Wait. And then Hari Neff turned to you and said, it is. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys were surrounded by it girls. Yeah, it girl well, yeah. right. So it's there have to be, usually when Jeremy and I are together, there are at least three to four it girls around. Yeah. We got our arms around them. Yeah, but each of us actually have our arms around two it girls. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jeremy goes, that's so gay. And then the two it girls together say, totally, sweetie. So true. Yeah. They just say, they like, or they yes me and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah daddy. Dynamic. Yeah, they call you yeah. daddy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's daddy. problematic. Like, I'm the first to admit it. It's very problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen you with it girls on your lap, and they say, Daddy, no. who's gay and who's not? No, <laughs> you haven't seen that. He's I'm, lying. It's this really toxic thing where the it girls ask you, Daddy, tell me who's gay. <laughs> and then you say, Oh, John Travolta. I mean, look at the way he said it. Yeah, so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's tough because you don't even want it anymore, but you just like created this persona that now people <laughs> expect it from you. They think I know. Yeah, I, you're uh, kind of like this weird alt Hugh Hefner where like the it <laughs> girls are always asking you ironically funny questions and, you know, yeah. kind of jumping up and down on a bed and being like, daddy, daddy, who's gay? <laughs> yeah, no, I have like an ironic Playboy house, like a whole yeah. mansion. Yeah, with all the I, all these girls are like yeah well, it's listening to Red Scare together alt comedy it girls each one yeah. of them you know one of the you know they they kind of are wearing ironic outfits and they had they're wearing like a little t-shirt that says like fart on it um, mm-hmm. and instead of playboy ears they have uh just like really large moose antlers mm-hmm. yeah they say the r word yeah, they say the R word, and then you have these. <laughs> you have these parties like Playboy Mansion parties. I don't say it. it. You know. No, no. Yeah, you ha- you're pretty principled about that kind of. But thing. you kick them out yeah. if they don't say it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you have these ironic Playboy Mansion parties that are all kind of. It's like Howard Stern and, uh-huh. um, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, and Anna and Asha Carolla. Who? Yes. Asha's Prince. there. Oh, I thought you said Anna de Armas. <laughs> She could come, but she doesn't want to say the R word. She's one of the it girls with the moose ears that you you surround yourself with. Yeah. She broke up with Ben Affleck to join the antler squad. Um, Do you guys want to know something crazy? I have like one more of these stupid questions. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Isn't that insane to be like, like I could have easily just been like, we're just going to move on. No, that's an example of doing the natural thing. This is conservative. (laughs) Or no, progressive. That's reactionary. (laughs) Um, I love to hear it. Well, I just think now it's like going to be so weird when I say it. And like, it like makes sense when you're sort of doing. No, come on, Sam. But Come like the, we were doing them all in like a line and like it makes sense right. sort of like. And now you're going to ask a question. It's going to be like, yeah. 
it's gonna be weird and i'm gonna have to reorient and be like oh yeah that's like oh like like yeah it was going so naturally and we were flowing so hard (laughs) we were answering those questions and you kind of fucked us up right there i will say yeah so just promise you won't make fun of me after i say it okay Okay. i won't okay your final question is michael barbaro or a bicycle on the triborough bridge that's the uh, question. I think <laughs> that's the question. No, 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 no. Hey, no, hey, it's not you, worth you it. You promised. I mean, I'm mad. You I'm guys mad don't now, keep but... promises. Seriously. Hey, I just want to say, you know, Sam and I have had our differences this episode, but I, I really don't like it when you guys make fun of him. He's actually like a really good friend of mine, and we've been doing this podcast oh. together now for a really long time. I mean, I kind of thought that you'd both come on and be respectful. I, Jeremy, I know your reputation. I know that you're surrounded by alt it girls. Um, <laughs> Ironically, forced to say slurs. Um, but I just thought maybe you know this would you know we could have a respectful and fun time. No, yeah, I we didn't know that you guys were good friends. Oh, so that yeah. actually changes a lot. I'm sorry, I would never want to hurt sorry. a friendship. Yeah, I can vouch for Sam. He's yeah. like a good guy. Wow. Okay, Sam, how did that make you feel to hear that? It makes me feel so good, George. You know, I know that whenever we have guests on here, you're always like the cool, really chill, like one. And I'm sort of like this little brother, like tagging along. And for you to like stick up for me in this way, like publicly, it's like huge. It's so cool. And I hope that other cool, popular guys out there know that they can stick up for the little guy. Yeah. Well, empathy is something I learned when working in tech. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's something that never leaves you. Totally. Um, totally. So, um, you, we asked Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, a tricycle <laughs> on the... A tricycle on the, on the Michael bridge Barbaro bridge. On the Barbaro bridge. Yeah, no, totally. Good question and yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys, um, you guys brought... So, if not a topic, then then something that you wanted to share with us. Oh yeah, Rajan oh. has a theory that flaccid penis is gay oh. and hard penis nah. is straight. This is, this is Jeremy's theory. That's Jeremy's theory. <laughs> Wait, I love this. Wait, is this a real theory? So yeah, flaccid is gay and erect is straight. No, I'm sorry. No, well, his theory is, is the opposite. No, no, no. we're on different. That's what he thinks. I think flaccid penis is straight is and hard straight. penis is gay. Okay. Gay. Yeah. Just to be clear, you both agree about it, or one of you thinks no. flaccid is or an opposite we're, we're side of this divided. issue. We're oh, very this is uh, a big wedge just in, in case, relationship. Basically, well, just in case one of them is like a problematic it's super take. messed up. Yeah. yeah like the other one we're is just super each right. gonna stake out one side so that one totally. of us is like not okay. Canceled. Well, I think maybe yeah. we should just start, you know, with opening statements. So Sam, you well, can choose which one of them goes first. You know, I this decision has been weighing on me all afternoon. Same. I've been thinking, you know, who among them can share their case first. You know, the the timing, uh, it the the order can affect the audience's understanding of the argument, and mm-hmm. so if I pick wrong, um, it could 
mean that hard penises are gay and soft penises are straight or vice versa. Uh, I'm going to go with Rajat. Okay. All right. All right. Well, so we all know, we all know that, I mean, hard penises, otherwise known as, uh, George, you're in <laughs> academia. It's otherwise known as a boner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that is that's gay. I'm on the side of that is, or no, the, I'm on the side of that straight mm. because a boner is straight. Oh, like, oh very I, literal. That is a literal yeah. interpretation. That's a, I, I think it's pretty, it's a pretty, it's, a, it's called a boner or erect penis. Uh-huh. Those are the two. Rajat, no using Google right now. It's <laughs> cheating. It's called, well, I it's just, actually I pretty say, interesting. Rajat, you know, um, you're, this whole, so far, this argument is very, you know, Webster Dictionary defines erect penis yeah. as mm-hmm. XYZ. So a penis, <laughs> this is actually a part of my kind of argument. And it's that, did you guys know the penis is the male genital organ <laughs> of higher vertebrates carrying the duct for the transfer of sperm during copulation? Yeah, you're right. That does sound more straight. Yeah, yeah, well, already you're bringing reproduction straight. into it. In well, humans and most other mammals, it consists largely of erectile tissue and serves also for the elimination of urine. I don't know if that helps. The elimination of urine? Totally. Hmm. Wow. It's like urine town. So true. <laughs> you could say. Jeremy, I'd love to hear sort of your counter argument. I think... <laughs> so that was the end of Rajat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'd like, I think to, I'd like to close out with that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I think Rajat's argument has has merit. However, I think that if it's like flaccid, it's like, that's kind of just like the vibe, like straight people kind of have that vibe a lot of the time. Yeah. Because yeah. Saw- they're kind of like, they're like chilling. Yeah, yeah. So you think straight people are chill and gay people are like, no. is that what you're, is that no. what you're trying to say? Not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sounds, I don't know about that, but I was on the other side of that. I wanted to kind of reiterate. You think straight people are chill and gay people are not hard. Hard. Well, <laughs> well not hard, but like, like, Excite, like oh, excited, excited, or not necessarily excited. like Turned they're on. all they're, any kind of way. People not... are excited, and straight <laughs> people are laid back. That's what Jeremy thinks. No. Okay. I'm on no. the other side of that. I'm on the other no, side. Of I that. actually, I actually think it's like problematic to even think about it in those terms. Oh. And I think oh. that uh, straight people and gay people can be all kinds of ways at any time they want. Okay, well, but for the sake of this argument, but you're arguing that flaccid is straight yeah. and direct is gay. No, for the sake of this argument, <laughs> yeah, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. So basically, huh. you're this is a bit of a cop out to me in that you're saying, you know, anyone can be whoever they want, but I am going through the motions of arguing something for the sake of this debate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, basically, I tried to like put Rajat in a hole and. Like then I put myself in a hole and now I don't want to be making this argument. Huh? But I, here I am. I see. So you don't, right. you thought, you thought, you thought, okay, we're going to respond well to you saying erect is gay. Cause of course, erect inherently 
is um, the we all have the... more positive associations yes. with Erect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you were trying to pander to us by saying Erect is gay. I guess I was just hoping that whatever one, whoever went first. Right. Huh. would be just like wrong i thought it was an unwinnable argument yeah yeah but then R so i kind of was hoping I, kinda, I know i kind of knocked Rajat. it out of the park with my dictionary i know yeah, dictionary. and that yeah. i was not expecting you shouldn't you should bring a dictionary next time yeah jeremy i am confused i guess um yeah in the sense that you know yes you were throwing your friend under the bus but you mm -hmm. also, you knew you were going to have to speak on this topic. So I'm, I know. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I well, I'm just kind of confused off. as to why this um, would only affect Rajat and not also you. Right. I guess it's lack of foresight. And just I was just kicking the can down the road. And I was like, maybe I'll think of something smart. Like It's a good truly argument. like the confidence. I would say I will go so far as to talk, call it... Um, toxic male confidence <laughs> that you thought I would say that too <laughs> that you really thought that without <laughs> doing any research coming completely unprepared that yeah. that Rajat would be so bad at arguing that erect is straight and flaccid is gay that all you would have to do is kind of be like well mic drop yeah <laughs> yeah and then I come in here and I own you with my dictionary again I want to bring up the dictionary just yeah the dictionary bit crushed and yeah, it really... both avoided the topic and you know added something a new element yeah thank mm. you yeah, yeah. Rajan, I just want to say you know it really means a lot that you came in prepared mm -hmm. thank you had done your mm -hmm. research and to be honest at first i was skeptical of mm -hmm. the argument Me that too. erect is straight and flaccid is gay i think i like to think of myself as more of an erect than a flaccid person but um i'm convinced interesting i think i'm now i'm wondering are you george the erect and i'm the flaccid mm. well we're both gay right so that throws a wrench in the idea that one of us is one and one is the other when the argument of this debate is whether one is gay and one is straight. That's rather both flaccid or both erect. Huh. I guess I'm trying to change the game a little and make it... Maybe let's give them a second chance and have them argue which one of us is erect and which one of us is flaccid. Mm. Okay, that's okay. a good idea. I want to give Jeremy much... a second chance. And in yeah. fact, Jeremy, you can go first now and you can choose which oh, perfect. which side you're um, arguing for. So you have to choose which one is Sam and which one is me. Uh-huh. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I would have to say, um, let's see. Oh, and now he's trying to use the dictionary. Oh, oh no, this, no, it's no. already been done. Oh, no, no. Oh, my God. He's searching. Oh, so erect sad. He's like literally Googling. Like... <laughs> Flaccid Sam Taggart, hoping something comes up that would be funny. Oh no, he's not finding anything. Oh my god, he can't even use Google, right? Oh my god. Hang on, I just gotta send an email real quick. Oh no. Oh god. For the listeners at home, you should know that both Jeremy and Rajat's screens are lighting up on their glasses. They are frantically searching the screen. I don't know what the end game is. Just hold on. They actually they look like they're um esports. Yeah, they look like they're like system. And I actually don't know what the end goal. I think maybe they're missing the point. 
um, which sort of is to talk on the podcast yeah. and they're sort of getting lost in this searching on the screen type oh, of thing. Oh no. Okay. Well, <laughs> so here's what happened. So I just got an email from Jeremy. No, I got an email from Jeremy and it says, Hey, are you more flaccid or erect? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I got an email from Jeremy that says, Hey, are you more flaccid or erect? Oh no. I just like, it's confusing to me because we are judging <laughs> this debate. It, so uh-huh. like, we're not going to give you the answer. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That no, totally. That makes sense. Sam, don't check your email, by the way. I, oh no. Did you get one too, Sam? I got one too. I mean, it's polite. It starts with yeah. A. Well, should we both <laughs> reply and then see what, what, what comes out of that? Um, sure. Okay. Oh wait! I just uh, got an email from. <laughs> that's oh, mainly wait. research. Yeah, I got that one. Research. That felt like more of like a bibliography. So Rajat just sent us a diagram, <laughs> a medical diagram of a flaccid <laughs> penis and an erect penis. It looks like Rajat at least was honest enough to send it to all three of, of the rest of us. Yeah, yeah it was nice. So he's no, not going in behind the dark. anyone's back. So I do want to say, so far in this part of the debate, I still think Rajat is winning because he wasn't trying ah, to be secretive. Shit. Yeah. No. That and makes it sense. was more like hard facts. It's like hard facts. Kind yeah. Of he's coming at it from a I, science yeah. perspective, and, and he he believes science. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, no, I'm I, gonna do reply I do to, too. I'm going to reply to Jeremy right now. I I replied already. This. You refreshing the page over and over again, Jeremy? <laughs> All right, yeah. so I think that George is more flaccid, and Sam, and Sam is more, more erect. of the erect, more of the huh. boner. Yeah, interesting. More of the boner. More of the boner, kind of. See, do you want to like argue academia. for that? Or? Yeah, is there any reasoning behind it? Or? Well, <laughs> I have some evidence that maybe is not like I can't use, but I have a I have a source that did tell me that George. Flat is flaccid. And and did the do you have a source that told you Sam is erect? No. So you're just sort of making up information. Because uh, you're not even getting sources for all of it. Uh, I think I read it on Vulture. <laughs> well, so I mean, God, I tried to get that scrubbed off the internet. I did give an interview with Vulture where I said I was flaccid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. I was trying to do this kind of very high-minded bit, but it actually came across, you know, when you read it, you don't get my tone. So mm-hmm, I'm just totally. very matter-of-factly saying I am flaccid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine like what, how the tone could change Help. that. Well, I was doing a little dance that I was like, I'm flaccid. Oh. Yeah. And, and, but oh, it didn't, that's, it was just tone like, does help. Yeah. 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 Cause when you said that in the interview, like, I was sort of imagining the Ellen cover and it's like, yep, I'm flaccid. I thought it was like, <laughs> like sort of a big deal. Right. Right. And so when, well, that's when I what read happened. that, I was on the cover of, it was the only time Vulture ever had a physical issue. They actually sent a magazine to everyone in the country uh-huh, and it was yeah. Vulture magazine. And it was a photo of me on the cover and it said, yep, I'm flaccid. And then in the little sidebar, it was like, plus Rachel Sennett. It's girl rising, you know. 
that said, I did read a pretty convincing piece by Seth Simons after that, that mm -hmm. like was more of an in-depth investigation and into whether or say, not you were flaccid. Yeah. There's some like you are pretty interesting points. The idea that George is hard right. and not flaccid. Well, Seth, yeah. Seth has always said he thinks I'm hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, I mean, he did do the work. He interviewed a lot of people. Um, Amy included... Poehler like had a lot to say about right totally. this, which I was like, I don't know why she would know. Yeah, that seemed weird to me because I've never met her. <sighs> Rajat, any um, rebuttal? <laughs> I, I have a lot to say. I think there's merit to Jeremy's, uh, Jeremy's viewpoint, but. Um, I think both of you guys have a little bulge. Oh, well, that's nice. That's what I think. Okay. So flaccid. <laughs> but well, <laughs> a little, a little bulge. Oh, you mean like a uh, a little bulge? Like, like we're both like half erect. erect. Yeah. Okay. You think we're both half erect? That and that's you guys. I think we can all agree that you guys come together at the bulge. At the little half erection, hmm. huh? That's the that's where you guys come together. Man, I thought it would be it'd be nice to see you fail, and now and now I it's <laughs> it's uncomfortable. You still don't get. You still have never seen me fail. <laughs> that defense. We, <laughs> you still and have you still never seen have me fail. Never seen me fail. <laughs> wow. Sam, um, how how yeah. would you um, say this is, like, what are your thoughts? I am so curious as to what the critical and audience reception of this particular episode will be. I personally, Sam's always thinking about the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Data mm -hmm. set. That's pretty. That's pretty boner. That's that's boner. That's boner. That's, oh, that's I think boner. we're past. Do you think that? You think numbers are boner? No, no, no. I'm still. I this no, is this no. is where we this is where we differ because I'm always just crunching the numbers and trying oh. to figure out who's boner, uh, who's flaccid. Yeah, I think oh, we're past okay. past that section. So, Jeremy, you're you want to move past boner versus flaccid? And <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. I do think we were. You know, I I'm almost team. Jer I hate to say it, but I'm almost team Jeremy yeah. on this one. I I felt yeah, as yeah. though we had sort of moved on. It was uh, and here we go again. Yeah, there totally. was sort of a natural yep. break. And it oh, was, I see. And, See, and, I was yeah. so ready to go back into boner versus flaccid. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm. This is where I do me and feel kinda... like the episode was going well until that point, and then oh, it went oh. down. It went south. So it was erect, and then it got flaccid. You would you say? There we go. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. well, it's kind of. I disagree with that because that implies oh. that the flaccid is bad. Well, is it or not? I don't think it is. You're kind of like. You just think flaccid and erect are equally good. Yeah, they're just different. I think they're for different times. Yeah. No. If I... you were erect all the time, it would uh -huh. be horrible. Right. And if you were yep. flaccid all the time, it would be horrible. Okay. It might I'm... be nice. We haven't tried. <laughs> yeah, I tried haven't before. tried either of those <laughs> options. <laughs> I mean, I'm currently sometimes erect, sometimes flaccid, and I'm certainly not like over the moon happy. Yep, but maybe it's, the yeah, solution is being yep. one or the other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's 
That's what I think. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Um. Whew. Well, do we think we've got to the bottom of it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so you're Sam. You're Team Jeremy. Uh, in the sense that uh, I felt like the we had moved on. Yes. Well, no. Now we've moved on from debating whether we've moved on. Well, I don't believe that because <laughs> the debate rages on. Should we have opening arguments? <laughs> no. No. Okay. <laughs> so Sam and I are going to now debate on whether we've moved on from the from the boner versus flaccid argument. Wait, wait. I want to go back. Oh. I want. Uh, oh, George. Someone I, hasn't moved on. <laughs> George, <laughs> how do you? Back. Oh, I want to go back a little. George, how do you feel um, about everything going on right now? Listen. If you'd asked me before this, what's good and what's bad, I would have said erect is good, flaccid is bad. But the combination of Rajat's scientific inquiry, Jeremy's more social sciences, survey-based work, and then both of them together doing the, um, uh, I think they really uh, brought together the three pillars, which is tech, academia, and entertainment. Entertainment. And all of that together has made me completely rethink from the bottom up my entire thoughts on erect versus flaccid to the point where at this point I'm thinking like I'm going to try doing activities with the opposite thing that I normally do. So I'll try sex with a flaccid penis and then running errands with a fully erect one (laughs) to see if maybe switching things up will rewire my brain in, in a certain way. What do you think? I mean, I think that's a really commendable. And I say good luck on that journey. Thank I can't you. wait for you to report back. Yes. And um, next time I take one of my walks, I will be fully erect yeah. and thinking about the similarities between tech and academia. <laughs> I mean, for I me, think, yeah. having sex is an errand. Oh, oh shit. He went there. Classic Jeremy was surrounded oh, by it. Come April. on. This guy set me up. You set me up for that. I had Watch to. And he's had like, to. all right, I guess we have to do this again. All the yep. girls are like, daddy, who's gay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, should we end this episode? Yeah, yeah, we have to. In fact, because our next guest is um, waiting <laughs> to come on. <laughs> um, well, guys, this has been an experience. Um, I think... You have pushed the limits of what this podcast can be. And to that, I say hats off to you. Agreed. Push it, push the limits, but also um, made it even more limited in some ways. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. Amazing. Yeah. I feel like I don't know who I am anymore, but I think that can be powerful. But I also have never felt more secure in my identity. (laughs) Exactly. That's awesome. Awesome. Our final segment is called Shout Outs. Oh, I and forgot this, we had a final segment. And, <laughs> <laughs> this Something tells me it might take a very long time. <laughs> In this segment, this is back before our podcast became all about being conceptual and it was simply about analyzing straight culture. We thought the shout out, the radio shout out, think of a TRL shout out, think of a Z100 shout out, was one of the pillars of straight culture. So we thought we would end each episode with a shout out um, to your boys back home. Sam, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, right. Whenever you're okay. ready. 
What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to the RuPaul's Drag Race reunion episode. That was um, the longest episode of television I have ever watched. It was so, so boring and undynamic, and I couldn't care less. It was a full two hours of my life wasted. I think it was maybe only an hour and a half, except that the thing that I recorded it on kept messing up, so I had to keep rewinding and fast forwarding. And so it took a cool two hours. I did not finish it because I had to record this podcast today. And in many ways, that saved me. So whatever happened in the last 10 minutes of RuPaul's Drag Race reunion, I don't know, but I bet it was boring. Woo! Woo! God, what a, what a truly 180 in terms of tone. And, and topics yeah <laughs> to go yep. from fully conceptual to talking about rupaul's drag race and can i say sure i you know i could feel us hiding our homosexuality while we <gasps> had these two guys on here and so i said you know what we are just gay guys still oh. and just because we have these hilarious comedians on here doesn't mean uh-huh, uh-huh. We aren't still gay guys that listen yeah. to Lady Gaga yeah. and watch fucking Drag Race. Yeah. So get over it. We have a different frame of reference than you. That's fine. Wow. So you actually are doing activism. Uh, this is activism. Interesting. Jeremy's well, pretty. Jer- I, I feel like Jeremy's no. pretty anti that. No. <laughs> Jer- no. I. This whole time I was like, look, we got to talk about art art pop mm-hmm. and um even the way you said that sounded homophobic. i know it was hateful <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i sorry. love I art didn't pop. like that i didn't, oh. I didn't. and <laughs> i like when lady gaga wore the meat dress oh my god yeah jeremy um, we all did <laughs> yeah jeremy and um i just uh i love all the stuff you guys love too uh, yeah yeah well you're uh-huh. a game about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because I'm gay. Oh, oh tight. Wow. Well, huge congrats. Congratulations, Jeremy. You're kind of like that Thank guy you. from The Bachelor that just came out and is getting his own reality show. You're going to get yeah. canceled now. You're going <laughs> to. Yeah, now that you're gay, you're, you're definitely like... going to get canceled. Yeah, they're going to look at you a little what? bit closer. Damn. Yeah. Sucks. You'd think it would make you less cancelable, but actually, people really investigate now. Um, okay. I guess I'll go. Please. Um, What's up, listeners? I want to give a quick shout out to the woman in the book I'm reading. Woo! <laughs> she's this Hungarian woman and has a maid. And I think that's so fucking cool. Because she's because the maid keeps being mean to her, but she keeps wanting to befriend the maid because she has class insecurities. And I I think it's, it's so complex to both have a maid and want to be friends with her, even though she's constantly rude to you. And I hope to one day have a maid that constantly is rude to me, but I keep wanting to be friends with her. Woo! Woo! Um, Woo! So, Jeremy, do you want to go or oh, Rajat? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'll, go. I, I'll do one too. Great. I got a shout out. <laughs> hey, just want to give a shout out to Tavi Gevinson. She made Rookie Mag. She was on TV. She organized a Get Well Soon card drive for Malala. (laughs) Oh my god, you're reading Google again. You're doing the 14 year old Pakistani girl who's campaigning for education rights. Oh, we like, know her. Well, that was written written in, that was we know. No, don't. Is this a shout out we to Tabby or Malala? <laughs> <laughs> Both. 
both. Hear me. <laughs> Shout out to Tavi Gevinson and Malala. You guys inspire me every day. And uh, I think all women should have access to high quality education. Rajat, go on. Rajat, your rebuttal. All right. <laughs> Uh, hey, what's up, listeners? Uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Malala, um, who was at one of Jeremy's parties, who and she was saying the R word a lot there. Um, uh, I think you go off, Queen. You can say you're allowed to say the R word. No. All right. Um, but wow. you're not allowed to say go off queen, Rajat. Is yeah, Rajat. Malala Sorry. can say whatever she wants. You can't say go off queen. That's my B. That's my B. That's my B. Um, God, it's like as <sighs> soon as Jeremy comes out, you immediately try to say go off queen. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him have this one thing. Rajat, Sorry. Sorry, Jeremy. Sorry. <sighs> All right. It's okay. Huh. Well, well, what do we think? Uh, that's that's an episode in the can for sure. Mm-hmm. Sam, you guys I'm have sorry any final I was thoughts? weird about shoutouts before. Well, no, I guess okay. I my final thought is like we came in here and really, I think we like we had a responsibility as mm-hmm. the uh, straight yeah. to right. like not really like mess up the vibe of yeah, the show. Totally, yeah. and I think and we did mess up the vibe. Of we the messed show. it up pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> and so so. We offer well, our or, no, sorry. No, we're about to apologize. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry about that. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. So we're sorry. We're sorry to the listeners, we're and we're sorry to all the it girls that we talked about. I yeah. just want to, yeah, I do want to apologize to all it girls. I want to give a huge apology to the it girls. If you're you... an it girl listening to this, I'm really, really sorry. Malala, we'll do better. Hurt. And also get in touch with Jeremy. He's looking for more always. Yeah, he's he's all yeah. vaxxed up and ready for more it girls. Yeah, get your elk yeah. ears on. Yeah, he's vaxxed up, gay, and ready for more it girls. Yeah, Jeremy is <laughs> Jeremy is gay and surrounded by it girls in his ironic comedy castle. And he wants to know who is gayer and who is not. Yeah, he daddy wants... who's gay. And Jeremy says, actually, me. me. Wow. Well, <laughs> let's end it there. Great. Guys, thanks for doing the pod and um, have an incredible future. Bye.